Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you today on Political Coffee. It's Friday, and you know what that means. It's Freedom Friday where I give you the freedom to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. We don't have any interviews, so you are good. Well, I I back that up. One moment. I don't want to misspeak. Josh Michael's going to be joining us of Noncompliant America. He does that show on Saturdays here. He's going to share with us just briefly what they're going to be talking about. And always, Josh goes into much greater detail on a subject than I do for a number of reasons. So it's a great reason for you to listen to his show. He's going to be joining us at some point in time today. But in the meantime, what do you want to talk about politically? 503-589-1220 is that power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Like I got one from... And Jess, hang on, I'll get to you in just a second here. Got one from state employee who shall never be named. And this is this Salem reporter story about what Oregon's declining population means for workers. Okay? Does it mean we need more workers because people are leaving Oregon? Why are people leaving Oregon? And is this why the southern border is open so we can bring in all them replacement workers that the democrats according to democrat new york congressman jerry nadler said we need them to vote we need them as voters we need them as workers what does it mean for oregon and i want to throw out something else what does it mean what does ai mean for workers Something to think about, you software folks out there. I mean, they're starting to see this uh, down in Hollyweird. Why? Because AI can write scripts for shows. They don't need writers anymore. Hmm. There's a great uh, story uh, in The Federalist. It's entitled, The Immigration Crisis Shows Just How Much Contempt America's Establishment has for democracy. It's now the number one issue ahead of inflation in the economy. So why isn't anybody in D.C. interested in holding Biden accountable? It's a piece by Mark Hemingway. It's an interesting read. By the way, did you see that Mitch McConnell has backed away from his amnesty bill? At least for the moment. And There's another story here that Texas isn't ignoring the courts, the Supreme Court. It's upholding the law. There's a lot to talk about today. In fact, Trump said to the states, use the National Guard to remove the illegal alien. The headline in Breitbart is migrants. I call them illegal aliens. And you know about these 25 Republican governors who wrote saying that this, the state of Texas standoff, they're supporting Texas in the Shelby Park thing. 
That's going on out there. In fact, the Texas governor, he says he's going to add more razor wire. Why? Because the Supreme Court order didn't say he couldn't. Ooh, it's interesting. Hmm? 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Folks, it's Freedom Friday. You can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about. So let's go to the phones, and we'll start with Jess. Jess, good morning. Good morning. Okay, the border. I woke up this morning, uh, and uh, an old memory popped into my head concerning a letter from Judge Black to Abraham Lincoln, president. Mm. And he warned the president that he was wholly out of his out of his authority to send troops into the states that had seceded to enforce or to carry on federal uh, employee activities. So what had happened was, is when the states seceded, the federal workers within those states basically put down their weapons, their pens, their pencils, and they wouldn't continue to function in their federal capacity within those states. And Lincoln sent uh, federal troops in to, quote, enforce this. And Judge Black warned that if the states were keeping those people from doing their jobs, that would be a warranted activity. But it was just the opposite. In the same vein here, we have the federal government refusing to do its job, and the state uh, who is supposed to be protected from invasion through the Constitution of the United States has a right to protect itself. And the federal government is giving up its obligation, violating the contract, the Constitution. In our state, well, let's back up just a tad. We all know the Second Amendment. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Yes. But the second part, the militia being necessary to the security of a free state. So Biden's threatening and federalizing those people's, quote, militias, which are the National Guard of today, in order to uh, diffuse their abilities, put those directly under the White House control, and again, further the point, telling those federal employees or federalized employees not to do the job of protecting the states, the country, from invasion. So there are many earmarks here today that mimic what happened back in 1861. And just like then, when you got two groups of people showing up with guns at a party, all it takes is one wrong move and the whole thing falls apart. So what do you think is going to happen here? Do you think that Biden wants, is willing to accept the optics of sending the military to confront the texas national guard does he want the optics of border patrol agents cutting wire like the picture is on the liberty daily article about this is that kind isn't that giving donald trump a huge tv ad to use against biden when this is now the number one issue in the country do you think that biden will really confront Texas? Yes, I do. And I believe the reason why he would do that is predominantly a vast majority of the media 
is willing to cover for him. They won't even show pictures of the border with those thousands and thousands of people coming over the border. They only concentrate on sob stories and things like that of how the poor criminal who broke into our country, you know, didn't get this or got hurt falling down on the razor wire or other such silly things. He believes yeah, I think that. you're right. He's out of his head. Yes, thank you. I got to move you. on to Freddie and then to Devin. I appreciate it. Thanks. That's Jeff's thoughts. What do you think about that? Let's go to Freddie. Freddie, good morning. Well, that caller made some great points. I have two things, Jeff. One is this Curry Lake thing that happened with the Republican uh, chairman down there trying to get her to not run for office because of the money that's coming from the world order out of the East Coast really opened my eyes to what really is going on. We have too many politicians running Oregon that come from the East Coast. Our current governor from Pennsylvania. Our two senators either went to school or they came from the East Coast. So that's part of the world order. we got to pay attention to these people running for office. Where are their roots? And pay attention to that. The second thing is I want to talk to the Jewish people. I have friends that are Jewish, and they always seem to vote for the Democrats. Let me tell you something, folks. The only thing between you and the concentration camps is the Republican Party. They don't like you. They don't like Jerusalem. And if you guys stop voting for the Democrats and start supporting the Republicans because the Republicans are keeping you out of the concentration camp because that's exactly where they want to put you. That's my comments this morning, Jeff. Well, and you're not out of line with that. Uh, because Amanda and I were talking prior to the show. Let's, let's just step back for a moment. There's this New York law um, allowing the detaining of people in a public health emergency. This is Rule 2.13. It was sued, Republican legislated. The rule was, the governor was sued over this rule which allows the detaining of citizens, allows them to be placed in a facility, and it allows, it allows the governor, the state, to force you to take medications or vaccination. Okay? The appeal, this was ruled by a state Supreme Court justice as unconstitutional. An appeals court said, well, the people filing the lawsuit, Republicans and other, and a conservative group, didn't have standing. So the rule has been allowed to put in place. Now it's resurfaced in New York because now they're trying to rewrite it so it's not quite so bad. I'm telling you, the people that want to put you in quarantine camps are not the Republicans. The people that want to put you in and take away your freedom and force you to take a vaccine that will kill you, potentially, is not Republicans. It's the Democrat Party, folks. And Freddie's 100% correct. You better start thinking about this, and I think people are. Because it's, and Donald Trump, it's not Trump that wants to do this to you. It is Democrat governors that are doing it, and it's Joe Biden with an open border. Freddie, thank you. Uh, Devin, let's go. Devin, you're up. Hey, Devin. 
Devin, can you hear me? Oh, Devin. You're on, man. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll have to put Devin back on hold. <laughs> Devin, are you there? Can you hear me? Uh, this isn't Devin. This, this is Wes. Oh, it's Wes. Okay. Sorry, Wes. Um, we have your okay. phone number with the wrong name. What's on your mind on Freedom Friday? Uh, three, three things, really, just quick. Uh, first of all, if Oregon is graduating... 81% of their students last year, and they're considering that a success. I consider it a failure since there's no requirement to know how to read, write, or do any sort of math. That's right. Second thing, I've come up with a solution for the two-state solution in Israel and Palestine, and let's just put the Palestinians in Iraq or Iran and let them have their own state there rather than right next to their sworn enemy. And third, down in Texas, I just wonder what would happen if the people of Texas decided to expand their castle doctrine from just their home to their state as well. Mm, that's an interesting argument, uh, Wes. Never thought about that. The Castle Doctrine used statewide. I think that would add uh, validity to the U.S. Constitution, which says states have the right to repel invasions. Great points. Great questions, Wes. I appreciate it. We'll be back in a moment. Art. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Eric Azer is a contractor. Folks, you can absolutely trust. Know that. Because I've had interactions with Eric. And I will tell you that he lives his faith. Now he works with you. And that's important because he is a very meticulous contractor. So whether you're thinking about you need to do some remodeling, you've got to replace windows, or maybe you need a new deck, well, Eric is your guy. And you can see the quality, and I do mean quality, of his work. Go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. Com. So it doesn't matter whether it's window or door trim, door window installation, decks, fences, tile work, kitchen remodeling, bathroom remodeling. He does all of that, plus additions. But more importantly, he works with you. The transparency, and I will tell you, absolute honesty. And it's very high quality work. And you'll see that if you go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com, and look at the great pictures of these projects that he's done. And then you can read the customer comments. Very satisfied customers. Go to RighteousRenovations.com or you can call Eric, 503-341-3816. 341-3816. Remember, by the way, before I go back to the phones on Freedom Friday, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Anything you want to talk about politically today is on the table. 
the hacking of the Dominion voting machine in front of federal judge Amy Totenberg is worse than we thought. There's another Gateway Pundit story about this. Let me just summarize it for you. Halderman demonstrated with just a big ballpoint pen. He inserted into the back of the Dominion voting machine at the power button, turned it off for five seconds. It came up and operated in safe mode. He then showed how you could change the voting results. The judge saw all of this, but it's worse than that. You know why? Because he then demonstrated how he could delete portions of the system's audit logs in order to delete any evidence, remove any evidence that he had accessed and modified the vote totals in front of a federal judge. It, and folks, I'm telling you, it's even worse than this. I did a video about this years ago with a professor from Reed College who showed me how to do the same thing years ago. It's out there, I think, on Abigail Adams' website. Janice Steisinger has it. We did it with her. How he could, with a simple USB, bought online, put it into a computer, and it would operate the computer on safe mode, and he could go in and do anything he wanted at that point. Bypass passwords or whatever. It was amazing. That thing was just demonstrated in front of the federal judge. We'll see how she rules. Let's go to the phones. We'll start with Art. God bless you, Jeff Krupp. I you know too. he does. Okay, Jeff, here it is. Our country is the most wonderful country in the world. And the reason yes. why it is, is because we've had freedom, freedom to right. innovate, to do all sorts of great things. However, Jeff, our government is threatening us and that great concept, okay? And it needs to stop. Government is destroyed the education system, uh, the innovation industries by regulations, etc. Now, we got to take control, government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And this is how our government should work all the time. Now, quickly, Jeff. I'll give you a perfect example. Got to go fast. The Oregon, com okay. The Oregon Commission for the Blind um, has the right to do vending in rest areas. However, they won't build appropriate places for those machines for the people that use them. When it's pouring down rain, Jeff. Our customers get soaking wet, and they're not protected. Now, in Washington, that's different. All of the machines are protected, and we make lots. They make lots of money out there. 
But we don't because nobody in their right mind, when it's porn like it is today, is going to stand in front of a vending machine and get soaking wet. We've got to get control of our rights and common sense, Jeff. If we don't, our country's going to go down the toilet. I God can't bless, disagree Jeff. with Have a that great one weekend. bit. Thank you, Art. Art, i got to move to Rich. Rich, good morning. Your thoughts today? Oh, I guess Rich left. Darn it, Rich. Call back after the bottom of the hour. Folks, you got to love, uh, <clears throat> first of all, Art's right. We got to get control of that. That means we have to elect the right people. We have to put pressure on those people once they get elected. And then we have to fight government. Like Art is fighting the Commission for the Blind, which doesn't seem to be interested in advocating truly for the interests of blind people who have businesses like ours. In his Washington versus Oregon example, at the rest areas is a great one. This is why we have to hold people accountable. What's up, Doc? Gotta love South Dakota Governor Christy Noam. I'll tell you what she said in a moment when we come back at 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It's Freedom Friday. We're here on uh, Political Coffee, my friends. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. I give you the freedom to do that. We celebrate freedom, and it is really cool. At some point, we expect we will hear from Josh Michael today, by the way. I want to encourage you to listen to his show. He's going to tell us what he's talking about tomorrow. It is Non-Compliant America Show. It's on KSLM on Saturdays. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. There's an Oregon Catalyst story, by the way, about how the state hid a tax study while lobbying for an 800% beer tax. Now, you beer drinkers out there, there you go. See, the Oregonian reported that in 2021, the Oregon Health Authority spent $60,000 of your money to study alcohol and taxes. And the $60,000 study found that taxes had very little effect on alcohol consumption. What did the Oregon Health Authority do with this? Well, they kept the results secret. Why? Because Kate Brown wanted to raise beer, wine, and cider taxes. Just prior to issuing the study, the Oregon Health Authority was riding up an 800% increase in alcohol taxes. So it wouldn't have looked very good, would it? Hmm? Think about it. 
for their own study funded by us at the tune of $60,000 came up with the conclusion that you can raise the taxes all you want. It isn't going to reduce alcohol consumption. So what do they do instead? Well, they raise the taxes and then they run TV ads telling us that drinking wine isn't good for you. That's, you know, we talked about that, right? The states, I mean, they're actually pretty good ads. But the wine industry, which gives most of its money to liberal Democrats, are crying foul. Yeah. But hey, you know, that horse was let out of the barn a long time ago with cigarettes, wasn't it? Before I read a great email from Doug, got to remind you, yeah, we got a lot of rain that's happening here these days, don't we? And it isn't particularly warm at night. Great reason for you to call Freedom Heating and Air and make it warmer in your home. If you're not warm, don't live in misery and don't procrastinate. Call Freedom Heating and Air and you know what they'll do? They'll come out, they'll assess what's going on with your system, whatever kind of system it is, because they work on all of them. They'll assess what's going on. They'll work out a plan to fix it with you and then they'll fix it. And you'll be a lot more comfortable, not only in your home, but in your business, maybe your apartment. They've got these great discounts for apartment managers got discounts for veterans and seniors and half price labor for gold star families call freedom heating and air 503-580-1456-580-1456 check out their website freedomheatingandair.net freedomheatingandair.net doug writes this email by the way rich call back in it's 503-589-1220 is the power of buick chiefs he talking it is freedom friday um, the American tax cattle is what Doug writes on Freedom Friday. Americans are facing the most powerful government tyrants in the world. The biggest scam in life is paying taxes on the money we make. That's the income tax, folks. And the money we spend and paying taxes on things like we own that we already paid taxes on with already taxed money. <laughs> what do we get? Open borders, endless wars, hyperinflated worthless savings, $34 trillion debts, business closures, not to forget forced inoculations with experimental bioweapons masquerading as vaccines that's caused a 34% increase in overall mortality rate with 40% increases for the most healthy aged 30 to 45-year-olds. He says, see the Ed Dowd interview with Tucker Carlson. Anyone who is still paying taxes to this democidal government is a traitor to America. Taxation is theft. So, Doug, I got to ask you the question. Are you no longer paying your taxes? I mean, you seem to be advocate. I mean, if you're not paying your taxes, then at some point, somebody's going to notice and the heavy hand of government's going to come down on you. I'm just curious. Taxation is theft, yes. It absolutely is. Let's go to the phones. We'll go to Rich. Rich, good morning. Morning. A uh, couple things. One, 
Governor Kotak should send our National Guard down there, too, because it's about states' rights, right? Yeah, of course just, it is. Just like they try to lie about the Civil War and say it was about states' rights. The next thing is, we, we need to do like a gentleman on Dan Bongino said, or Texas does, put up some regular barbed wire because they're not allowed to cut that, only razor wire. And then they'll have to go back to court to get a deal to cut <laughs> barbed wire. Then you put in straight wire with nothing on it or electrify it. Then they have to go to back to court to do that. That way the feds get their just desserts back at them because that's how the feds play their game. The other you thing, too, is... Yes, you're right. The other thing, the other thing too, is, and, and I can't remember the U.S. title it is, but it's called the Stamford Act, which was put into law after Hurricane Katrina, or from Louisiana. It says they can't take your weapons from you, and there's certain things they can and can't do you, to you while they house you in an emergency. Mm, that's interesting. I was unaware of that. Yeah, it's, it's a federal law. I don't remember the title. I don't know if it's Title 17 or Title 27, but it's something like that. I'll have to dig it up. But it was it went under the uh, the name of the Stamford Act while it was hmm. a bill. Stamford Act. Interesting. Yeah. So you're saying That's, that during that time that this <clears throat> emergency is in effect, they they can't. The government's prohibited from doing what? Uh, various things. It's Stanford. S. It's an M, not an N. Stanford. Yeah. Stanford. Yeah. Uh, they're not allowed to confiscate certain weapons, and only under certain conditions. And they have to give them back, and all sorts of stuff. And there's a list of things they're not allowed to do, and it's a federal law. It's the it's uh, Stafford uh, Disaster Relief and Emergency Assistance Act. Could be, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Stafford, S-T-A-F-F-O-R-D. Okay. It, there's a Wikipedia page. There's also a FEMA.gov <laughs> yeah. uh, reference to this. Yeah, there's a whole web page, and it talks about uh, this was done in 1988. So you're saying that they can't, during a, an, a disaster relief or emergency uh, issue, they cannot confiscate your guns? Yes, it's in there. It tells you how they can and how they can't do it. It's because of how they had the gang members were part of the New Orleans Police Department because they couldn't get real people to become police officers. Kind of like Obama wants to do with his civil defense group and getting rid of the cops. It's, uh, it's a quite an interesting law. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll put a reference to it um, up on the the show plan today. Thanks, Rich. I I do appreciate that. Speaking of Obama, I'm gonna let you go, folks. It's Freedom Friday. Right. What do you want to talk about? Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty. It's the Power of Buke GMC Talkman. Speaking of Obama. The Western Journal has an op-ed 
about Michelle Obama, written by Steve Baldwin. Listen to this headline. If Michelle Obama is running, these two damning sentences from her college thesis should be read by everyone. What are they? She, in her thesis, she makes the wild claim that America was founded on crime and hatred. And that whites in America are ineradicably racist. Hmm. I think there is a tape of her. I've heard there's a tape of her somewhere talking about whitey. You know, I imagine that there'll be lots of stuff that'll come out about Big Mike, Michelle Obama, as some call her. If she really does replace Joe Biden, I'm not sure Biden will go. Back in a moment with Josh Michaels. Don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Yeah, folks, I'm telling you, this border thing is bigger than we think. And I, you know, the polls are beginning to show you that People are waking up and paying attention to this. When you have Governor Christie Noem, I teased you about this, and then we're going to go to Josh Michael. Folks, Governor Christie Noem said that she would load up razor wire. She would load up wire, I, I think she said, in a pickup, drive it down there. Good for her. You think she's angling to be vice president? Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Let's go to Josh Michael, who joins us. Josh, good morning. Jeff, good morning. Thank you very much for uh, for joining me. And it's it's nice to see uh, the Republican governors and Republican states uh, start to stand with Texas right now. It's a it's a very very bigger picture, uh, but it's also demonstrating the rights and the will of the people congregating, coming together. Last night, uh, Donald Trump. Uh, pledge support, and and as you mentioned, Christy Noem mentioning uh, about shipping razor wire. But the the thing that we're going to be talking about tomorrow is what does this mean for the country? Right? There's there's other elements going on. It's not just this feud going on. This feud's kind of bringing it to a head. But what does it constitutionally mean of these states kind of re- invoking their rights and border protection, and then the feds going out? and uh, trying to stop this thing. It's a, it's a really interesting situation right now. Yeah, it is. And I, I have to say, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I know you're going to dive into this really, and, and, and you should, folks. Uh, um, Noncompliant America airs Saturdays at what time, Josh? 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Okay. And you also podcast it on your, your website, right? Yeah, you can go to noncomplianamerica.com. Noncomplianamerica.com. So this 
this issue, and part of it is the narrative around it. I mean, people just know you got to have laws. And when you're allowing millions of people to come across the border, they just in, kind of inherently know that's not right. But I think it's deeper than that. And, and I want to know what you think about it. I think there's an inherent unfairness that Americans are feeling about this because they know that the government's rolling out the red carpet for these people. They give them cell phones. They give them EBT cards. They're, they're putting them up in luxury hotels all around the country. They're flying them all over the country. It's all for free. They get to get on an airplane with no ID. Do you think that Americans are are just feeling like, hey, that's not fair. I have to do all those things. How come they can walk across our border and they don't have to do any of them? Do you think that's driving some of this sentiment that we're seeing in the polling? Well, absolutely. It's 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 common. I mean, we see it everywhere. But this has been a this has been an ongoing issue for for years, and it's really amplified in the blue states. You know, we always talk about. Uh, I always I always ask people, you know, if you were homeless, where would you want to live? We would obviously want to live in California or Texas or somewhere that's warm most of the time. But the benefits must be so good in Oregon that people are willing to endure freezing cold temperatures and, you know, virtually risking freezing to death every year and the, the rain and everything else. But the benefits are so good that the homeless population is out of control here, right? So it just demonstrates how lucrative it can be for those assistance programs. But but it, it's, it's more nefarious than that, Jeff. It's not sustainable. We're over our global or our annual budget as a country by over 20%. And so we're 120% over our incoming uh, tax revenue right now with government assistance programs. But I'll tell you, it, there's so many other elements that need to kind of play in part with this, but this is a constitutionally exercising situation that's demonstrating why we're called the United States and not just united as a country, right? So yeah, the absolutely. state's rights yeah. are now invoking that. What's that? No, I, I, you, you bring up a great point. It's a state's rights issue, and it's in the Constitution. Remember, the Constitution says clearly <laughs> That anything not enumerated in the Constitution is reserved to the states. Anything. That's right. Including. But this issue is specifically mentioned. And, and Governor Abbott put that out yesterday. And I'm not a huge fan of Gov Governor Abbott because he's turned a blind eye to the hundreds of millions of dollars that Catholic Charities and the Seventh-day Adventists and all these groups have been getting from the government to facilitate the movement of these people across the border and into the country. He's allowed that to happen now. He's having to take a stand. I think that's a good thing. But he said the Constitution guarantees a state's right to repel invasion. So the question is this, and I got to ask you this kind of as our parting point here. Do you think that Abbott will escalate this and put the National Guard with guns on the border to repel the invasion. Absolutely, because I think it's inevitable at this point. Uh, they're definitely going to be doing that. It's getting to a point in this country, They it, it, and, and, it, and it brings an interesting question, too. You got this new movie coming out, coming called Civil War 2024. It's a $150 million production talking about 
Texas seceding from the United States, and a modern Civil War-based movie, not to mention the Obama movie that just came out. But it's very interesting with the timing and the situation with this thing in Texas, and now you have the 25 other states partnering up with them and allying with them. It's an it's a, it's a interesting sequence of events. And so the bigger question is, is what is the federal government or the deep state, what are they going to pull to distract us from us moving forward in our rights and restoring the Constitution? Exactly. That's what you the know, bigger question. Yeah, you Did know they've got something up May, their sleeve. Uh, economic collapse, transfer of the CBDC in September, all happening in this year. It's going to be an interesting one. It is. Folks, listen to Noncompliant America tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for uh, joining Linda me. writes an email about the border, said, did you see the image this morning of the federal government is on the border lifting the wire with forklifts and the migrants are pouring in? Living in Oregon is not a safe place because our law enforcement is hamstrung. Thank you, Democrats who passed laws to do that. And those who can do something about it won't. I don't see Oregon standing with Texas. Yeah, you're right. And then she has another one about federal and medical emergencies and the WHO. Tim writes, um, the interview yesterday with Julie Hoy was excellent. And I, I think you're... Uh, referring to an interview that happened on KSLM, but on another show. Julie Hoy, folks, deserves our support. Oh, Amanda did it. <laughs> there we go. Folks, a parting shot. I want you to read the Lou Dobbs article. He's on um, uh, He's on Real America's Voice. Uh, let, let's go quickly to Nick. Nick, go. You got like a minute. Go. Hey, Jeff. Nobody is talking about having paper ballots, number one. Why don't we hear a word about that? Number two, there's many moving parts to what's happening to our country. And I also don't hear anyone talking about Convention of States. This should be even more of a reason for the state to get together and work on that. Thank you, Jeff. Hey, thank you, Nick. The paper ballot issue is part of the Lose Dobbs video I'll put up on the show plan. Make it a great weekend, folks. We'll see you Monday.